there. I am here with Patience, and she is a fellow Star Wars fan, as you would come to expect from a podcast called Consuming Star Wars. She has a fantastic page that is filled with lots of Disney things, which is also lots of fun. But more, more specifically, the reason why I started following her was we had some great conversations around hot toys, specifically Star Wars hot toys, and looking at your collection was one of the reasons why I got started with mine as well. So thank you um, for that. That makes me so excited. <laughs> it's great. I, I, I mean, it's, it's always fun when they announce the new ones to be able to send pictures back and forth and talk about how brilliant they look. For sure. And our wallets. I'm sure they're not happy, but... Yes. Well, you know, I, I'm okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but yeah, we... I mean, it, it's such a slippery slope especially i'm such a person who when i start collecting something i'm like all in oh yeah definitely so um i'm trying really hard to not get variants of characters from certain eras and all that sort of stuff but um but then they've just announced a third darth maul and um there's there's no way i'm not going to get all three darth mauls (laughs) but yeah um are you a completionist i i i am i i know with the black series figures i had all of them you know i I just got my hands on absolutely everything and then i slowly got to a point where i i went i can't keep doing this especially when you know exclusives would come out in america and it would be hard to know whether they would come out in australia and then i'd be like do i want to spend twice as much on them and and i i just sort of yeah i think i think in the last couple of months even i've sort of relaxed a lot more I sold all my Black Series figures so that I could focus on Hot Toys. But as far as the characters go, I know that for each era, I'll get maybe different variants of characters. But as far as like the original trilogy goes, I'm only really planning on getting one Han Solo across the whole trilogy or one layer across the whole trilogy. I'm not, I'm not going to you know, get all the different variants of those characters and... Yeah, so I can I can justify Maul by saying, <laughs> well, one's from Phantom Menace, one's from Clone Wars, one's from Solo. So they're three different eras, and they're three very different Darth Mauls. Right. But, um, right. Yeah. But you have so much more uh, willpower than I do because every time I tell myself that I'm going to um, uh, windle down my uh, collection of Black Series, and I can never do it. Like I, I can sell a couple here and there, or give away a few, mm. and then there's just some characters that I just can't part with. Even though I would love to focus my collection um, on hot toys, but it's so hard for me to do. So, yeah, I, I found with the Black Series as well, especially recently. I just, I, I, it was I can't do both. Sure. And if I'm going to now focus on hot on hot toys, and have an a, a, a never growing incomplete Black Series set, I I just I couldn't do it in my head. Yeah. And so I decided to keep. The Bounty Hunters, the Legends figures that I had, the Empire Strikes Back crew, and um, Doctor Afra and Rebels characters. Yeah. Okay. And then I went, that'll be it. Oh, and then I've got a, I've got a Tuscan Raider, Jawa, and and Gamorrean Guard because I just can't give up my Gamorrean. I just think he's too adorable yeah, to give up. Great. And and I sort of thought, okay, then I'm done. I'm 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 not going to worry anymore. There's a whole bunch of figures that I've wanted for a while that haven't come out. So I sold about half of them and then they announced Cad Bane and they announced Jar Jar and I went, oh, 
what a time to have got out of collecting Black Series figures. Never mind. Yeah, Hot Toys. I he has been on my Black Series. I'm like I'm praying for Hasbro to make as a black series figure for years and they finally they finally caved and i couldn't be happier so i do feel like i can maybe justify it by saying well i've got the other bounty hunters <laughs> but i don't know i i feel like i'm, I'm good i think I, I think i should be okay um i, I and, and the other thing is I, I do like looking at my shelves now and there's a lot less on them they're not i, I used to have just I don't know, it was something like 21 shelves, for one for each movie or TV series. And some of them were just so full that it just, it was almost confusing to my mind to what to look at because I was trying to fit so many figures on a very small shelf. Right. And now I've replaced them. You know, it's like three shelves worth now has one figure standing there and it just looks so much nicer. Yeah. Um, and cleaner that uh, it's, uh, I'm really happy with the trade. I, I, I have no regrets. I have no thoughts at all of going back to Black Series. I'm so gung-ho with, uh, with, with Hot Toys. Yeah, they're wow. awesome. I agree. Yeah. So thank you so much for getting me into those. <laughs> I very much appreciate it. Of course. It's fun. It's fun chatting with you about them, the new releases. So uh, yes, of course. So do, do you have any in particular that are on your, your radar at the moment? Oh, my God. Because you've so, got like so Maul, Jin, K2. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I have K2. I have Hoth, Leah. Um, that is such a nice figure. I'm I, so gutted that I missed that. I, I got too late to that one. That's one of my favorite versions of, of Leia ever. Me so. too. Ah, I, I, That's one of the Black Series figures that I couldn't part with as well. Like, yeah. I've got my little Empire set. But my pre-order list is <laughs> really long right now. I've got, I've got Anakin, Clone Wars Anakin on pre-order. Naturally. Ahsoka, one of my favorite characters of all time. Um, who else? Oh, I've got a Death, uh, a Death Trooper. Um, what else? Oh my gosh, I, this is bad because I can't even remember. Oh, uh, Rex. I've got Rex. Um, and Cody is on the way, so I'm excited. Ah, yes. I have a spreadsheet where I've got all my stuff <laughs> sort of set out so I can keep track of it. Um, nice. I, I, I have I have 18 that I've currently got on in various levels of on the way oh. on pre-order, yeah. Oh my gosh, that's... Cause I, and, this, and this is the thing, right? like the whole completist of in me, I, 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 I'm like, I can't not... I mean, I mean, but some of them, it's like Qui-Gon Jinn, Mandalorian, Darth Vader... Uh, Luke, Anakin, Rex. Uh, yeah, like the, it's, it's, it's just characters that I go, well, I mean, I can't not get those ones. Can right. I? Right. You know? Um, but also, maybe I'm just mad. <laughs> I, I, di I, I tell you what, though, I didn't get the clone Coruscant guard. I said, you know what? I don't need that one. Yeah. So I've, I think I've done really well by saying that I won't get that one figure. Yes. No, I, I'm very proud of myself for that. Yeah, I told myself no as well. So yeah, it's a pretty, I mean, plus I, I'd already put two of the 501st battalion on pre-order. So I thought <laughs> I don't need more clones. I'm good on clones. Oh man. You can never, I don't do trooper that. variants either. Like the, the death trooper is one that I've been tossing up whether I should get or not, particularly because I've got a Krennic coming and they would oh, look kind of cool with Krennic. But the problem with troopers is, one looks okay, but you know, 
two looks better. <laughs> and so, exactly. but and so I'm like, I can't get two. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's such a silly, silly, silly thought process, really. Anyway, yeah, awesome. <laughs> awesome. it is good fun to, to to go back and forth and talk about it, though. Oh dear. Oh dear. So let's 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 get into the questions, shall we? Yes, let's. So, which Star Wars creature would you most like to have as a pet? Oh my goodness, this is so hard. And I know my answer is probably gonna be like extremely basic, but it's true. I would I would love to have Baby Yoda as a pet. Or is that like offensive to say because he's more like a baby, you know? Well, I, I definitely haven't had anybody say that yet. Oh really? Um, and uh, I, I I remember posting something not too long ago, uh, talking about Star Wars creatures, and I mentioned, uh, I mentioned Wookies, and then somebody commented and said Wookies are actually a species, and I went, okay, sorry, I didn't mean to, <laughs> but yeah, um, gr- granted, yeah, having having the child around would be adorable. Would be great. So yeah, I don't know if that's the best answer because I feel like Baby Yoda is more than a pet. It's like you know. True. Um, so, but uh, I mean, my my rationale with that is that you have the same reaction looking at the child's face as you would looking at a pet. I know that when <laughs> I hold my cat and go, "Ooh," I would do the same. Like I imagine I would have the same reaction if I saw Baby Yoda. So I think I'm, yeah. I'm okay with it. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. What's your earliest Star Wars memory? Hmm. So this question and the next question kind of go hand in hand for me. My earliest Star Wars memory is seeing um, Revenge of the Sith come on TV. And I had never seen any other Star Wars movies before. And I know a lot of people hate on the prequels, but I, I'm a fan, especially of Revenge of the Sith. And I just remember seeing that. Uh, amazing battle between Anakin and Obi-Wan and I was like moved to tears <laughs> so, like what is this this is amazing um, they're like sword fighting but with these like cool like lightsaber looking things and I didn't really know that whole world of Star Wars existed until I until I saw uh, Revenge of the Sith so that's my earliest Star Wars memory and that is what got me into Star Wars so you, so you didn't know anything about Star Wars before that? I mean, I'd heard about it. I'd seen, like, the toys. And, like, I, I knew it existed. But I hadn't seen any movies. And I wasn't, like, into it. So that's what got me started. And then, like, a long spiral. And now here I am with too many toys and, like, trinkets and things. So. It, it's a good starting point. For sure. Uh, what, what other aspects of the prequel era do you like, then? Um, I think the way that the prequels focus on relationships, um, not that the other, not that the originals or the sequels don't do that, but I think especially, um, kind of this brother relationship between Anakin and Obi-Wan was really special for, for me to watch as a kid. I don't, I still don't know why, um, but it's really special to me to this day, um, and I don't know, I just really appreciated that and this whole like transformation. Um, yeah. I think it's a fair point because it, looking at the original trilogy, the character relationships are there, but but certainly the prequels really focus on, there's a lot more dialogue between characters and it's a lot more kind of stationary dialogue. Sure. And I, I think that it was just sort of a stylistic 
thing in films because uh, I, I certainly noticed that a lot of older films from like the 70s and 80s are very much uh, plot plot driven, but there's still lots of good character stuff there. But it, it, everything's every move is sort of motivated. And I, I'm, I'm sort of particularly thinking about the first scene in Empire where uh, Han's going off to go and get Luke and he, he has that conversation with Leia in the corridor and he's like, come on, and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> and there's so much great character stuff there, but you don't necessarily think of of the way in which their relationship develops, but it's it's so very there. It, it's just a little bit more subtle, I guess, in a way. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. whereas in the prequels, there's lots of characters talking to each other and they stop and everything stops around them and they talk to each other right. and then they move on. That's true. So, that's a good point. It's, that's yeah. A good point. And definitely, I feel like there can be way too much of that in the prequels for sure. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I enjoy it. Um, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Who's your favorite Star Wars character? I, the, one of the hardest questions I'm sure that I ask. Oh, this is so hard. Um, Currently, if I said favorite character, go. Ahsoka. Brilliant. I, I just, I love the Clone Wars and just her whole, her whole story arc and just, I can't say enough good things about Ahsoka. She's amazing. Um, definitely one of my favorite characters. I think she has so much depth and she feels like she could be like a real person. Um, yeah, I, I love her. She's awesome. She certainly, um, and, and, you know, props to Dave Filoni, obviously has a a really phenomenally concise and well thought out character arc. She's definitely not the same person in Clone Wars to, rebels presumably if she's going to be in mandalorian to to that as well and the the starting point for her in clone wars to the end point she's a completely different character and yet you can you can see and understand why she got from one point to the other right right yeah really good writing it's so good um and dave filoni does such a good job and i hope one day that he has more control over the star wars universe if that's his desire um, indeed who knows but he is oh he's so good well certainly it seems he worked on mandalorian as a way to uh sort of get more into live action because apparently he'd expressed interest in that some time ago mm-hmm. I, I i feel like i read somewhere that he sort of went on set of the rise of skywalker and the last jedi and talked to the directors of those mm-hmm. about the best way to do things so that he was sort of prepared for Mandalorian. And hopefully that means that at some point we might get film or something big. And, you know, I yeah. can't imagine anyone being better for do Star Wars than him. That they will, do you think Ahsoka will be in the season of Mandalorian? Uh, it, it very much feels like it, everyone talks about it as if it's fully confirmed. And, and even on Wikipedia, they've got casting for her there. And I, I kind of feel like it's going to happen and it kind of makes sense, I guess, with with um, the fact that Dave Filoni's involved. Yeah. I, I'm sort of in two minds about it, but ultimately I'm, like most of Star Wars, willing to accept what they've decided is true because I, my attitude is accept, don't expect because expectations generally right i know to disappointment. I have to get my 
try not to get my hopes up. I've mm. learned hard lesson getting my hopes up with Star Wars. So. <laughs> oh yeah, it, it, with what in particular? Uh, it's gonna be controversial, but the Last Jedi, I was like so excited going, and I was really disappointed. And now it's like I watch it again, and I'm like, okay, like it's not as bad as I thought it was seeing it, but I think I just got my expectations so high. And I was like, what? <laughs> I, I feel like I had the same thing happen. And, and that's when I really sort of decided, look, I've, I want to go into these things as fresh as possible. Uh, one of the things that I love about the trailers, particularly for Mandalorian, but I think Disney does a fantastic job of it, is... Mm-hmm giving you a feeling of what was is to come, but never giving away any sort of plot. So you can go in there completely fresh, even though you've seen trailers and stuff. Right, right. Um, uh, I, I think that out of all the films, that I've, I was probably, in hindsight, most disappointed with The Rise of Skywalker. Okay, but certainly that. when I was, as I was watching Last Jedi, the first half of it, I was thinking to myself, maybe this is the first Star Wars thing that I won't, like and then yoda showed up and from that moment on everything after that i just felt was brilliant and so i sort of changed my tune and um certainly now i i I think very highly of of the last jedi but um i totally respect and uh admit that i can see where people might have diverged from star wars at that point yes definitely so apart from hot toys and obviously watching the films how do you consume star wars hmm. i would say i mean i feel like that is the main way that i consume star wars i would say more so than even watching the films i i consume star wars through collecting and just the star wars collecting community i mean there's so many amazing groups on reddit facebook groups and instagram and just talking about okay like what did you pick up this month and um what's coming out next year and um that's one of my favorite ways to consume star wars and i just started getting into um star wars like youtube channels and podcasts so that's another fun way to kind of go down these like rabbit hole of like star wars conspiracy theories and just like little you know other things that could exist in a different world within star wars is pretty is pretty fun so that's great what's your favorite star wars prop oh my gosh this is really really hard hmm i would say so this is this is gonna be really random, but I feel like you know when in the Force Awakens when Ray puts on the dusty old X wing helmet, and it's it's not Luke Skywalker's, but like when she puts that on, it immediately takes you back to the originals, and I just I love that moment, and I think it's it's great cinema, and I think that prop um, helps transport you there. So nice, uh, I like that answer. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, I I know you said you had some trouble with this question, but which creature would you not want to run into on a Blackwood planet? Which Star Wars creature terrifies you the most? <laughs> oh man, maybe the 
the wampa maybe i don't know i'm i i feel like that's creatures in star wars which is like a, creatures are a huge part of star wars but for some reason they're kind of like always in the background of my mind like I'm not ever like really focused on that's when this question I was like I don't know how how I would answer that so uh, well I I guess if we if we look at like the prequel era you've got those three creatures in the Geonosian battle in Attack of the Clones oh yes and the Newton the big rhinoceros type guy whose name I keep forgetting I would actually now that I think about it what is um uh, that Boba Fett falls in. This is it. The Sarlacc. What is Sarlacc? It? Yeah. 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 The pit. I was like, that's pretty. It's pretty scary. Easy to run away from. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you haven't tumbled into the hole, I think exactly. you're good. <laughs> that's true. That's true. There's a there's a, a comic book uh, set around Galaxy's Edge where Han Solo goes to a planet where the Sarlacc exist to buy one. Like, like as a baby, like a t- tiny little sarlacc. Oh, really? they, they, yeah. So the the idea is that they they start off small and they can run around and attack you, sort of like the face huggers in in Alien. Oh, and wow. um, and then so at some point they get large enough what they that they burrow and they stay there and they wait for things to come along to eat. Oh gosh, that's Which was quite interesting. But yeah. yes, it, I mean it was it was pretty, it was pretty scary. <laughs> Whose ship would you want to win in a game of Sabacc? Um, this is also really um, an obvious answer, but the Millennium Falcon, because it's so classic. Um, the, yeah. That and I'm sure be- it gets put up in a lot of Sarlacc, uh, Sabacc games, right? Oh, now. definitely. And to win, so. to win that would just be, I could, would be able to brag about that all day. So, all year. <laughs> would, you, would you prefer to win it from Lando or Han? Lando, one hundred percent. He did keep it in much better condition. Yes. <laughs> What's your favorite Star Wars story? Uh, let's see. My favorite Star Wars story right now is Rogue One. Um, I did not like that movie when I saw it in the theaters. I think I was expecting something totally different. And then a couple of years later, I watched it again, and I was like, "This is absolutely." It's just amazing storytelling, um, amazing filmmaking. The score is brilliant. The characters, Jen Erso is um, just awesome. And I think I've always, I think everybody's always wondered, okay, how did um, how did they transport the the Death Star plans? And so I think that was a great plot for for the movie. Yeah, I I I I agree. I, I felt the same. Um, I didn't. I was a bit uh, meh about it when it first came out, but yeah. the more I watch it and the more I read around it, I think Rogue One had the best tie-in books as well. Mm-hmm. Every every tie-in book that came out for Rogue One was just so interesting, mm-hmm. and um, it, it sort of expanded on the 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 universe of it. The the Catalyst book talking about. Krennic and and Galen Erso was really interesting, um, but yeah, I I love how much it just stands on its own. That you don't necessarily need a new hope to be able to enjoy Rogue One. I think it's important that films sort of work on their own. Yeah, I think it's great, and that Darth Vader scene gets me every time. It's just oh, it's 
choke on your own ambitions or uh, <laughs> be yeah. the, fight? No, the very, the very, the very end. That makes sense. That makes yeah, yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. That, that part's great too. <laughs> yeah, gotta love a good dad joke. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's your ideal droid compatriot? Um, K two. Of course. Yeah, of course. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So he- did you did you collect your Rogue One hot toys? When you revisited Rogue One? Yes. Right. Yes, yes. And I actually, because those two figures are pretty hard to find for a good price right now. And I got really lucky finding them for retail. So, um, yeah, it was a, it was a win for, for me. But K2 is, I think he's, I love his sense of humor. Um, I think it's a really unique design for a droid. And uh, I hope he makes, I think he'll make an appearance in the Cassian series, I hope. I believe it's been confirmed, yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm holding out for then to get my hot toy of K two. Oh, I'm hoping they yeah. re-release it then because um, I'm definitely not paying the amount that yeah. people are asking for it. <laughs> I'm sure that they will uh, reissue him. I certainly hope so, and and it's probably better that he stands next to a Cassian hot toy than my Jin and Chirrut. <laughs> uh, so uh, again, uh, this is another question that you you was in the forefront of your mind, uh, the dream holiday location in the Star Wars universe? Hmm. Why is it so hard? Um, maybe Cloud City. Nice. That's a good one. I think that would be pretty fun. Um, very light and airy. <laughs> Get to wear nice clothes and hang out with and people. And with the special editions uh, adding windows to the hallways, it's it's certainly a lot nicer to walk around. In. Yes. Yeah, I think that would be an awesome place for, for a vacation. I think so too. And you, I, I can imagine it would be a great hol- holiday location because Lando would make it the coolest and trendiest and most chilled place in the galaxy definitely where would where would you choose uh, i used to, i i said naboo a lot because i i do kind of like the the fact that it's got all that beautiful architecture yeah. as well as having those really beautiful fields that you could um potentially i i could potentially go out and get horribly sunburnt in <laughs> um it would just be really nice and and relaxed and you've got all those beautiful birds and creatures and the the I mean, even even just the 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 Gungan area with the uh, you know like the forest out there with all the when they go to Boss Nest w- with the fallen statues and stuff, it it just yeah. looks so nice. I, I really love the aesthetic of that. Definitely. Yeah. Who's your favorite Star Wars antagonist? Oh, there are so many. Um. Probably, sorry, I have the hiccups. I have to edit that out. That's okay. Oh, I, I, that was the first time I heard it. Um, I it would, shan't be edited out. It's there now. Oh, it's there. Forever. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, it's oh, there forever. I have the hiccups. Um, I would have to say Darth Maul. Um, yes, of course. Yeah, he's just, he's badass. Like, who doesn't like Darth Maul? Um, yeah, so he would be mine. I, I definitely, I mean, I could talk about Maul forever. <laughs> I, I do I do feel that out of the villains in Star Wars, as much as we got Anakin's story, mm-hmm. once he turned to Darth Vader, it's 
although the comics are doing a really nice job at the moment of, of sort of fleshing out the struggles that he has. But for Darth Maul to have gone from what he was in Phantom Menace for Dave Filoni to take him in Clone Wars and, and give him so much torment and death and I, I, I certainly feel more sorry for Darth Maul and his yeah. journey than I ever did for Anakin and Vader because okay. I, I feel like Darth Maul, for me was like really 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 corrupted and and yeah. almost had no choice in the matter whereas whereas anakin made a decision i see yeah despite yeah, all of the positivity that the people gave him around him like obi-wan and padme yeah he, he 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 did something in spite of the fact that they were there to guide him in a more positive direction mm. whereas maul was just corrupted by sidious from from the sounds of things, a very very early age, yeah. and just sort of had no choice, and I think that's quite sad. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> but yeah, that's a good. So, point. Sometimes I get I get genuinely upset thinking about more. I I I I, I, I was going to do this fan fiction. I'm, I'm sure I've talked about this on the podcast before, <laughs> where uh, I I came up with this huge backstory on him, and then I I'm trying to rework it into an original story now, but. Uh, I, I was reading the EU backstories of Maul and mm. I just went, these are rubbish. So <laughs> boring. What, he's just an assassin? In, ah, boring. <laughs> I feel like there's more to him than that. So, yeah, yeah I, can't, I, can't, I can't read my many backstories. And I love, um, and I can't recall his name, but whoever does the voice acting for Maul in the Clone Wars is great. Oh, Whitwell, yeah. He's yeah, amazing. Oh. I, I I very I mean part of me very much hopes that um <sighs> when when the Ray Park controversy hit and all of these people were so worried about oh what's going to happen to the series and mm-hmm. uh, you know reasonable people were like well I mean that's not important at all right but then other people saying well why doesn't Whitwood just play him and I was like oh okay yeah sure why I mean why he seems like a pretty good choice. From the sounds of things, he's a better actor than Ray Park ever was. Right. Yeah. And I, um, yeah, I I don't want to diss anybody, but I think. Well, I think Ray Ray Park is a is a he's a, a stunt performer, stuntman, right? Yeah. Yeah. He he. I mean, they they didn't even use his voice in episode one. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, he does a great job of the martial arts. But as far as emoting and acting and, and whatever, maybe, maybe, I don't know. Let's see. Anyway. <laughs> um, so who would you choose as your Jedi Master? Oh, goodness. I, oh, it's dangerous, but I would choose Anakin. Really? Yeah. I, I suppose if you, if, you've, if you really like Ahsoka and you perhaps want I to be like, like Ahsoka. I turned out just fine. <laughs> You, sorry i said yeah i feel like ahsoka turned out just fine so. ahsoka did turn out just fine you're right yeah <laughs> so um yeah no i i think i would i think i would pick anakin i think um yeah who would you pick oh um probably uh probably obi-wan or qui-gon i've, I've connected okay. a lot with qui-gon lately um i think a lot of people have after the master and apprentice book um he just has enough uh commitment to being a jedi without being like all the other jedi but he's not so controversial that they're sort of 
I don't know. I, th- I feel like he's got a really nice balance yeah. of, of, of being open to things that aren't what the Jedi are teaching without abandoning the Jedi. Yeah. He's, 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 it's almost this really beautiful kind of contrast between Obi-Wan and Dooku. Qui-Gon is the middle ground between the two. Obi-Wan's so incredibly committed to the Jedi Order. Right. And Dooku so uh, disenchanted and frustrated with the way the Jedi do things that he had to leave. Right. And Qui-Gon's this beautiful middle, middle ground where he's the, you know, very pure and intentional Jedi, but looks outside of it for guidance as well as looking through the force. Hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's a great, great example. Great way to put it. Yeah. I agree. Uh, yeah, it, 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 it was that uh, train of thought that made me order <laughs> the hot toy of Qui-Gon. <laughs> nice. When is he coming out? Is it next next i think that he got released i know that there was a review up for the figure recently but i can't imagine that i will get it until at least december possibly january um but it looks like a pretty pretty good figure i'm really looking forward to uh doing like a a photo where i i have like the generations of masters and (laughs) and apprentices so it would be yoda dooku obi-wan anakin ahsoka Oh, sort of all lined up together. So awesome. I nice cannot, photo, cannot wait to get Ahsoka. She's just going to have a special like display case all to herself. Yeah, it, <laughs> it is a phenomenal looking figure. Yeah. It looks okay. so spot on. Um, and, and I dare say that if she does appear in Mandalorian, that at some point down the line, we'll get another one of her. For sure. Definitely. Which is always exciting to get multiple versions of figures <laughs> that probably don't need. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> What are you most looking forward to in the Star Wars universe? Um, I actually just got a notification on my phone that said um, confirmation for the Obi-Wan series is shooting in March. Yes. So, uh, Ewan uh, said that on Graham Norton recently. Okay. Yeah. So if that is 100% true, that is what I'm most looking forward to. Um, Obi-Wan is one of my favorite characters. I think there's a lot to be explored and um, I'm super excited for, for that. Have, have, is there any chance that you've read uh, the Kenobi book? That I, is I part of the No. No? It's, it's quite interesting. It's not, I, I found that it wasn't quite as in-depth and about him as it could have been. Okay. It's sort of told from another character's perspective and Kenobi's a part of their story and yet it's called Kenobi. Feel like there's there's so much to explore. A lot of people were saying, "Oh, if the TV series is like that book," and I read the book and I went, "I feel like they could do a lot more with the TV series than what they've put in this book." Yeah. Um, and I, I love the idea of the the inner conflict that's going on in his mind. There was a really beautiful short story written in the from a certain point of view compilation a couple mm. of years ago, and the one from Obi-Wan's perspective was so nice, but even better than that was the Qui-Gon one where Qui-Gon's ghost is looking at Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon is filled with so much regret for the pain that he's kind of inadvertently put on Obi-Wan. It was really beautiful. I highly recommend reading that. Reading that is just, oh, yes. Yeah. I like, I read, I read the Qui-Gon story 
And by the end of it, it's like, I don't know, eight pages or something or other like that. I had like this lump in my throat and my heart was like, oh, oh you poor thing. Like both of them. I felt so bad for both of them. And yeah, it was just beautifully done. Nice. You'll have to simulate. Oh, yeah. I, I, I wonder if it's online. I'm sure, I'm sure it would be up there somewhere. And finally, what is the lesson that Star Wars has taught you? Hmm, so many. I would have to say one of the main things um, that Star Wars has taught me is that it's okay to fail and make mistakes as long as you you know like what to do with that. Um, just making a decision. So obviously you can go down the dark side like Anakin or you can use what you've learned and um, turn it into something good. And also that it's okay to be yourself um, because I just struggled as a kid just being like super weird and was always reading and my glasses were extremely thick as a kid. So we, we called them like Coke bottle glasses. So, so it was always the weird one. Um, but yeah, definitely. Beautiful. I, that, that's lovely. So, this was so much fun. Thank you so much for talking to me. It's been an absolute delight. It's been nice to uh, hear your voice uh, and uh, chat as we do online, but a yeah. little bit more personable. It, it's been very lovely. So thank you so much for making the time. Um, and all that's left for me to say to all the lovely listeners is, may the force be with you. Mm-hmm.